Hello, hello, hello. It's Michelle Donatian with another episode of Moments with Michelle Donatian. Today is Wednesday, September the 19th, 2018. And I'm so excited about today's episode. I think you're going to be really excited too. Today's episode is about what to do while you're waiting for God to answer prayer. We've all been in that waiting place. And I think most of us have spent most of our lives in that waiting place for one prayer or another. And the waiting place is a profound place to be. So let's talk about it today. All right, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today, and we ask you right now, I ask you right now to touch the hearts of each person listening here today, that they may be transformed. Hallelujah. Send them back to your word, that their mind may be renewed, and we choose to give you all the glory and all the praise. Lord God, we ask you for revelation for each one that's listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Lord Jesus. So, friends... What to do while you wait on the Lord? Have you ever found yourself in that place where you're in the middle of what do I do next? I found myself there many, 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 many times where I'm asking the Lord, what is the next step? What is the next move? He's shown me maybe the big picture or part of the big picture but I haven't even gotten to the first few steps or I've gotten past the first few steps, but there's more, so much more to get to the big picture that he's shown me and also recognizing that that's only a portion of what he plans to do. As you listen to me explain all of those thoughts, I think you're going to begin to realize just how big And sometimes overwhelming, I think it can be or feel to us. But we've got to learn to trust God. That's what I always hear him say. That's what I hear him say to me. Trust me. Trust me. And when I trust him, I watch him work things out in a way that makes no sense. I mean, if I trust him, that means I'm obedient to him. And I obey what he says to do, his instruction. And it amazes me every time. I have to tell you, I'm amazed every time. When I watch God work, it's beautiful and amazing. And then I'm so humbled and I feel so privileged that the Lord God would take his time to answer my prayer. You know, have you ever felt like that? To answer your prayer. You know, I, 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 I think about the bigness of God. I think about the bigness of this world, about this universe, everything God created. And he is in control of all of it. Can you imagine being, I, I can't imagine being in control of all of those things. You know, I've had a hard enough time being in control of my own life, let alone the universe and everything that is. And that's the end of the sentence. Being in control of everything that is forever and always, he'll be in control because he is the creator. He is God. But what that means for you and I in the middle of the waiting is that he can see the beginning 
from the end. He knows as you pray, he knows what's going to come of that situation. And maybe the prayer that you pray isn't going to be the best thing for you in that situation. You might pray something that is totally against the will of God, not even realizing it. You know, or you might pray too small. What do I mean by praying too small? Let's imagine God has a hundred thousand dollars waiting for you. Let me use a let me use a per, a man. Let me give you an example in human examples. Imagine that someone tells you, "I have some money for you," and you're so excited. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, just for me, money for me? You know, after you get through the shock of someone just giving you money, then you're beginning to wonder, whoa, what is, you know, how much is it? And But maybe you don't want to ask how much is it. But you know, my gosh, well, he's got this money. He said, I want to give it to you. And then you ask him for, here it is, a hundred dollars. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, I could buy some groceries with this. I could pay a bill with this. You know, it depends on the bill. Maybe you could pay two, maybe one. It just depends on your bill or or a part of a bill. Or, you know, I could put this money away in savings. That $100 could pay for gas a couple of times during the week or a couple of times during the month. You might be thinking, whoa, $100, what a blessing that would be. And so he takes, he has the money and he's holding it behind his back and he gives you five $20 bills and you walk away excited and satisfied. But while you walk away, what you don't see is that he had in his hand a hundred thousand dollars ready to give to you, but you asked too small. And you were satisfied with what you walked away with. You see, sometimes we do that. And I think we do that a lot where we don't understand just who God is and how wonderful and powerful and sovereign he is. When we begin to understand that, then we're beginning and we're just beginning to understand who God is and walk in the fullness of his power and his might. Because the truth is, You've read it in the word. I've said it to you before. God is no respecter of persons. He doesn't sit back and say, you know, uh, so-and-so is the best, you know, there is. And so I'm going to use them. No. Remember, God uses cracked pots. If you listened to, if you watched my um, YouTube uh, video yesterday, then you understand what I'm saying. And if not, go back to it, go to it, yesterday's episode, and watch it. And I talked about how God uses cracked pots. And I heard that term by a comedian, a Christian comedian, uh, years ago when I was in the beginning of my walk. I was a baby Christian, and I used to listen to Focus on the Family um, when Dr. James Dobson was the one who was in, who was the director or the executive director and or maybe the president, I don't know, he was the one in charge. I don't know what his title was, but it's not important. What's important is that he would bring these guests on. And let me tell you, I got so much out of the guests that he would bring on, the things that God would use those guests to share with me. You know, I 
And that was one of those. That was one that I understand more now than I ever understood about that. God uses cracked pots. Patsy Claremont was this hilarious woman, and I'm sure she's probably still alive. She was an older woman, and not just older than me, but like she was, I think at the time, she was in her 60s. And we're talking like 20 years ago. Um, Actually, we're talking just about 20 years ago. Um, My daughter was like four years old, so now she's 24. So just about 20 years ago. And I remember listening to her tell these stories about the things that she had been through and the things she had experienced. And they were just so funny. And then though she would go and speak in front of these huge crowds and minister the word of God to people. And people's lives would be changed. Yet this woman was this clumsy, I don't know about now, but at the time she described herself to be basically this clumsy woman who just, you know, couldn't get it all together. And, but it was hilarious, the stories that she would tell, you know, and as a cracked pot, someone who is not anywhere near perfection, I can raise my hand and say, I completely know where she was coming from. I'm one of those cracked pots. I totally don't have it together without Jesus Christ. And even in that, I'm always asking him, what do I do next? What's the next move? What am I supposed to be, you know, doing now? I completely depend on him. I have to tell you, if he didn't tell me what I needed to do, I wouldn't know what to do. I completely depend on his direction. And as I walk and as I move forward, I wait for him to show me next and next and next and okay and 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 he he encourages me. I don't know how to live my life any other way. And that's me, a cracked pot. I'm by no means perfect. <laughs> oh, I'm so the far the opposite of it. But God chooses to use those of us who understand that we're not going to be perfect ever. But through the Lord God, our strength is made perfect, right? Doesn't Paul say that in the word? Through, my, through your weakness, or I believe God said it to Paul, through your weakness, my strength is made perfect. It is so important for us to understand what God has in store for us. Not meaning what he has in store for us in the sense that we understand every plan that he has, but understanding that in the example that I gave you with the man who had $100,000 behind his back, ready to just give that money to the person, and the person asked for $100 and walked away satisfied, we need to understand that God is so much bigger than we can ever even fathom. And when we ask, we need to stop asking small. And we need to ask God to open up the windows of heaven to pour out the blessing so great that we cannot even contain it. Isn't that what it says in the book of Malachi when we give our tithes and offerings? Isn't that what it says? God is very clear that we can't even imagine 
how big and how wonderful he is and how amazing the things that he has in store for us are. He makes it very clear in his word that there's no way for us to fully fathom everything that he is capable of doing. There's no way. But he also makes it very clear in his word that if we will only surrender our lives over to Jesus, if we'll only do what he said, remember when Jesus told the people and he said it time and time again, follow me, come follow me, come follow me. And person after person would put down whatever they had and go back and follow him. They'd put this down and follow him. The fishermen put their nets down and followed him. You know, this is what we're supposed to do. This is what we're supposed to do. Put down your will and follow him. Put down your will and follow him. It's simple. It's simple. It's probably not the easiest thing to do. (laughs) In fact, I think it's probably the hardest thing that you can ever do. Surrender your will over to Jesus Christ. But it is the most simple in that all you have to do is ask him, help me surrender my will. Help me to surrender my will. Help me, Lord. That's what he wants us to do. That is what he wants us to do. Because when we understand what he's capable of and just how little we are capable of, we begin to understand how much we need to depend on him. I'm going to go to the book of 2 Corinthians. And I believe it's 12.9. Let me see here. 2 Corinthians 12.9. And this is in the Word. see here. Okay, right here. This is where Paul, I'm just going to read it, okay? 12, uh, let's see here, 12, 8, and 9. 2 Corinthians 12, 8, and 9. I want you to turn there with me. So it says, for this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. Now remember, Paul had this thorn in his side. Remember, right? He had this thing, this thorn in his flesh. And he called it the messenger of Satan sent to buffet him. So that he wouldn't be exalted above measure. And clearly this thing was a difficult thing to deal with. So it says in verse 8, For this thing I besought the Lord, thrice that it might depart from me and in verse 9 it says and he said unto me my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weakness most gladly therefore will i rather glory in my infirmities that the power of christ may rest upon me now i want you to think about that You glory, he gloried in his infirmities gladly so that the power of Christ would rest upon him. What does that mean? 
It means that he understood that God, it wasn't God's will that he be released from this thing, this thorn in his flesh. It wasn't God's will because this thing was there to keep him humble. And this thing was there to strengthen him. You see, we're strengthened as we wait on the Lord. The waiting process is really a strengthening process and a learning and a teaching process. In all the waiting that I've done, I've learned so much. And I think I've learned more in the waiting than I've learned in any other time. Because the waiting in itself can be a tribulation and a trial, I think. You know, I'm a person who likes to get things done. I like to see results. I don't want to sit in a meeting that is not producing any results. I, it, 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 in the past, it was agonizing to me. And I do mean the word agonizing. But what I learned is this. In the waiting, God is strengthening you. God is teaching you. You've got to be patient in the waiting. So now, while you wait, you have a different perspective. You understand what the word says about this. Paul had to wait. He may have never been delivered from this thorn in his flesh. It doesn't say. All God tells him is, my grace is sufficient for thee. Meaning, I'm giving you grace to bear and deal with it. And then he says, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So you want the strength of God in your life? Well, my friends, you're going to have to learn how to wait. You're going to have to learn how to be glad in the waiting. While God is doing his work in your life, you're going to have to learn how to wait. Because nothing is instant. At least most things aren't instant. Sure, God can instantly deliver you from something. He can, absolutely. And sometimes he chooses not to do that. And you see, he picks and chooses the way he handles things in our lives because he knows what's going to be the best. I think about my daughter, and when I found out I was pregnant with my daughter, I've told the story a little bit in my testimony uh, in some of my earlier podcasts about how I was drinking alcohol and doing drugs and... I suddenly just lost the desire. I didn't even realize I had lost the desire until I looked back because I lost the desire right before I got pregnant. That was God. Because had I been drinking the alcohol that I had been drinking and doing the drugs that I had been doing, I'm sure my child would have been born very ill with respiratory issues and brain developmental issues and all kinds of things because of the alcohol I was drinking and because of the drugs I was doing. You see, God is faithful. So he, 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 took, he delivered me instantly from that desire. But he may not choose to do that in this situation in your life. There have been many things that I've had to wait on. And in the waiting... As the word says in the book of 2 Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. God is the one you want to be doing the work. You want his strength working in your life, not yours. 
my strength is pretty weak. I mean, (laughs) my own strength is pretty weak. I am a pretty weak person without the Lord. That's my own strength. But you see, the strength of God through me is infinite. Infinite. Friends, if you trust God while you wait, God will do so much more than you can imagine. If you're too quick for God to get it over with and hurry up and fix it and hurry up and do the problem, you're going to walk away with the $100 that I talked with, talked to you about earlier. Wouldn't you rather have the $100,000? Wouldn't you rather have that? And that's putting finite numbers on the Lord God. He's so much bigger than that. So as we close here today, I just want to tell you, be faithful. Sit before the Lord. Read his word. Get deeper and deeper in his word because the more you look, the more you read his word, the more you understand what it is he's doing in your life and why you're waiting. And that's what you do in the meantime. You read his word and learn and sit in his presence. Friends, our time is finished for today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. But before we go on, I'm going to pray with you. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for each and every one here today. Each and every one here today that has been waiting, waiting on you, waiting in the waiting process, waiting while they're waiting. Just have been, maybe some of them have been feeling like they've been so just worn out. Lord God, I ask you to strengthen them that they will continue to wait and they will not grow weary in well-doing. That they will not grow weary in well-doing. Lord God, touch each and every one of their hearts here today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Friends, I want to thank you so much for listening in, tuning in. And of course, as you know, uh, if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, then you know, or excuse me, uh, Instagram or Facebook, then you know that we had some internet issues today. And uh, everything is all taken care of now, but uh, the broadcast was late today and I hope that it was worth it for you. Um, I know it was for me and I just look forward to sharing another moment with you again. So you can tune in on Monday nights and Wednesday nights on the podcast Moments with Michelle Donatian. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash Michelle Donatian and you can find all of the podcasts. All I believe we've got 25 now, I think it is. Let me see here the number. I want to say 25 now. I think this is no, no, today's episode 26. I'm so excited about that. Um, episode 26 is, is today's episode. So you can go back and listen to all of the episodes. Of course, you can always go to, um, find us on lots of other platforms as well. You can download Anchor onto your iPhone. You can download Anchor onto your, um, Android phone as well, where you, then you can subscribe, uh, to my channel, to my podcast, and you'll never miss a beat every time I put a new, uh, upload a new podcast and you're able to listen to it new and fresh. You can also go to 
quite a few different places and um, <clears throat> you can find those places also on my YouTube channel. You can watch my YouTube channel as well. I have fresh new videos twice a week, every Tuesday and every Friday. And on the YouTube channel, you'll find a list of everywhere that the podcast is broadcast. And I'm going to go over a couple of those right now um, just to give you a quick uh, overview so that you've got it. Uh, you can find us, um, of course, as I said, you can go to YouTube. Um, not only is it on YouTube, but the podcast itself is on Anchor. You can go to Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, which is radiopublic.com, Moments with Michelle. Uh, you can find me on pot, on Outcast, or excuse me, Overcast, overcast.fm. Uh, you can find me on Castbox, that's castbox.fm, Spotify, uh, Breaker, that's breaker.audio, Moments with Michelle Donatian. And you can also go to Facebook. Facebook, of course, I always upload the links, so it's easy access there as well. Any of those places, all you need to do is search for Michelle Donatian or Moments with Michelle Donatian, and you'll find me. You'll find all the podcasts uploaded, and so they generally uh, upload a little bit after they are on Anchor. They're immediately available on Anchor, and it takes a little bit of time for them to upload, so especially tonight as we have the internet issues, um, I use Usually try to upload it early so that uh, it's uh, uploaded to all of those locations by nine o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But tonight it's not going to be there at that time, so bear with me. I want to thank you for your patience. Follow me on YouTube, Michelle Donatian Inc. Subscribe to the channel so you don't miss a beat. Like the videos, share them with your friends and your loved ones. Comment. I want to hear what you have to say about what you are hearing and what you're watching. Then you can also go to my Facebook page, like me on Facebook, Michelle Donatian Inc. And you can get motivational or really inspirational messages, things that will touch your heart from the Word of God and things that the Lord has put in my own heart to share with you. You can also follow me on Twitter. That's on Michelle underscore Donat, Donatian. So all you've got to do is put in Michelle Donatian and uh, you'll find me there on Twitter. And on Instagram, you can follow me there, Michelle underscore Donatian. And if you're wondering how to spell my name, if you haven't already found it on the podcast, it's Donatian is spelled D-O-N-N-A-T-I-E-N. So easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And uh, I just, again, want to thank you so much for spending a moment with me here today. It means a lot to me. It meant a lot to me. And it was a very special time. So share this podcast, like it, subscribe to my uh, podcast, send me comments. If you have the Anchor app, you can send a comment, send a voicemail. Uh, you can send a comment on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can send me messages, private messages. You can send me anything. I would love to hear from you and hear how it's impacted your life. So until the next time, I want to say thank you so much. God bless you. I love you.